Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. CMC really should have his own category when you're looking at the box score. No, it says San Francisco passing. It gives you Brock Purdy's stats. San Francisco's rushing and all their uh, all the guys that got carries. San Francisco receiving, and it gives you the receivers. CMC's always doing it from both rushing and receiving. I think there should be a category in the box score that just says McCaffrey, and it totals. Is every time McCaffrey plays in a game, I got to go to my phone to do math. Adding up the rushing and the receiving, this should already be baked into the report that you look at online. It's I don't know if this is something that only radio hosts think about, but just, it's just an idea that popped into my head. I will submit it to ESPN later. Just gamblers in general. Now that ESPN <laughs> bet or whatever it is is a thing, and that, I mean ESPN's been leaning hard into the betting scene. Oh my god! You can't go to Sports Center any. You cannot turn on ESPN and go more than ten minutes of any show. Without seeing a betting line, a betting prop, a a betting expert get, handing out their pick, um, again it's all over the place now. So it would make sense for on the box score they need a betting tab, and it's most popular bet this week: CMC over uh, whatever his rushing and receiving prop is. This is where he's at. This is how long he has to go. We are getting making ESPN money right now. <laughs> Intuitive ideas. How do you feel about the the incessant nature of the the sports betting content? I have no problem with it. It's just funny how it goes from uh, "do not talk about this." Uh, you know, it's such a fine line of you can you can't you can only talk about it so much before you're labeled as that guy or your credibility is gone because you're talking about sports betting as a <laughs> as an analyst. To now, it's complete one eighty. Let's push it and see how far we can get this to go. I just have a hard time listening to people tell me what I should bet on when they are work for a company that has a sports book. I don't... It's not that I think they're having active conversations behind the scenes going, hey, we really need people to take the under. So smash that when you, when you do your hit at 5 o'clock tonight. I don't think that's happening. But, you know, your advice doesn't really matter. Because if it's if it's good, then you have credibility. But if it's bad, then you won the company money. So, so there's like, you're not being held accountable. You're just there for entertainment value. And if I'm going to listen to betting analysis, I want you to help me lean in a direction. I don't trust the people that I hear on ESPN. Now, listen, if they offer me a job, people, I will. You'll see my face doing the exact same thing. But that's just uh, one of the initial thoughts I have when I see this day in and day out. Colin Cowherd, I hear you, buddy. Colin came to the conclusion that I did. He's just a week late. Here is Colin Cowherd five minutes into his show earlier today. Once again, second, third time, I doubted them. I watched them all year. They sputtered inconsistent. I doubted them. I will never doubt Patrick Mahomes again. Oh, uh, yeah, been there, buddy. Uh, I said it last week, and really, I could just replay my monologue after the Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills. 
it is the same. The Chiefs don't have to do anything. They just have to show up and not screw up, and their opponent will take care of everything else. The Ravens played unlike they had played all year long on offense. They were smacking teams left and right at home this year, all season long. They're running the ball down your throat, playing great defense. They got away from the run game for no reason. It's not like the Chiefs were blowing them out. Six total carries for running backs in this game. Six. Lamar Jackson played tentatively. He played scared. The team made boneheaded mistakes. All of a sudden, Zay Flowers, who had been great all year, played like a rookie. And the play calling was terrible. And all of it, to me, goes right back to the Chiefs factor. It's all about Kansas City. I compared it last week to the Patriots dynasty. It had gotten to the point where the Patriots didn't need to do anything. They just looked at you, and you fumbled. Literally and figuratively. Just all of a sudden, you forgot what you were supposed to do. And it's not because... They're so physically imposing. This isn't like a Space Jam Monstars situation where you go, I'm so scared of them. It's like an intellectual thing. It's between the ears. You're psyched out by how buttoned up they are and the mystique that they've created. And what's amazing about Mahomes is that he really is like Tom Brady. And I've seen the side-by-side stats. Their first six years in the league mirrors each other, especially in terms of postseason success. But Mahomes is kind of doing this in reverse. Brady started out as a game manager because that's what the game required of him, and then he became a statistical phenomenon. It was great defense early on in New England that was then backed up by a game manager who was really clutch and came up big in big moments, but his stats never blew you away until later in his career. Mahomes is doing it backwards. You look at his stats, nothing special. 241 yards and a touchdown. This is a guy who came into the league a few years ago. He's throwing like three touchdowns per game. This postseason, Ravens, Dolphins, Bills, knocked them all out. He has four touchdowns in those three games combined. That's it. And if you're sick of it, if you're sick of the Chiefs, if you're sick of their new tag-along pop star, I recommend you either change your mindset and learn to appreciate it or become a Bengals fan because I'm convinced that Joe Burrow is the only quarterback in the league who isn't afraid of playing the Kansas City Chiefs. He just has to be healthy enough to do it. That's where we're at. That's This is the reality that we live in. I came to terms with it a week ago, and I think compare this feeling I have right now. It's just calmness. That's it. Just calm seas. Not cocky. I just feel calmness. I feel a sense of uh, understanding. Uh, there's a there's a level of like uh, awareness to the present moment that I have where I'm not like hating myself like I was a week ago because I figured it out. It's all good. This is what the Chiefs do. Good luck, San Francisco. Good luck. Good luck beating them. See, but th- this whole time, BK, while you're spewing away at it, a lot of great, very valid points. I've been the Kansas City Chiefs were my um, my preseason AFC champs. And throughout the season, my confidence in them didn't wait. It was they're the Chiefs. I've been on this mindset. It was it's Patrick Mahomes. They're I don't care what they're going through right now in Week Nine. They're gonna figure it out. They're gonna get there. All they need to do is get there. They don't need to be home. All they need to do is get in the playoffs. And at the end of the day, they're the Kansas City Chiefs. 
And that's about exactly what everyone is saying now, is that they're the Kansas City Chiefs. That's all that matters. But here's my so question. So you're saying the sage wizard that I am trying to now, I am trying to uh, reflect an image uh, that I am, that I sort of have it all figured out. You're saying, this is me in week seven, folks. I hear you. And you're not wrong. You're not wrong. You, I've called you the most patient 20-year-old right, in America. Right. <laughs> my, my question, though. What happens if and when the San Francisco 49ers go out there and take down Patrick Mahomes? See, that's what, that's the business is you say something one week and not just you, this sports talk radio, say something one week, the next week you have to go back on it. And then it's okay, this is this is how I feel now because that's our job. Our job is to talk about it. When but, your job is to react to everything, right, right. you can definitely get caught with your pants down often. Yes, so San Francisco 49ers are this year's Super Bowl champs. Then what? Then is Patrick Mahomes, is he still, is it just quarterbacks in the AFC can't beat him, but uh, Brock Purdy and uh, Kyle Shanahan offense can beat him? What, what, is the, what is the message then? Obviously, uh, how the game plays out is a major factor in answering these questions. Definitely, but if you're just saying, just I'm giving you the results and now pre-react, Right. To a 49ers victory. Because we're talking about a Chiefs team that isn't favored right now in the yeah. Super Bowl odds. For the second year in a row, by the way. Yeah. You'd think we'd learn our lesson by now. The Chiefs are now underdogs again in a Super Bowl after what we saw last year and what we've seen in the postseason this year. Blows my mind. I mean, I, I get it. You and I were talking off the air yesterday. We're like, if it's 49ers Chiefs, what do you think the line is? And I said 49ers minus three and a half. And it opened at 49ers minus two. So the books, even though it doesn't look like it, because the Chiefs are technically underdogs, underdogs and what's essentially a coin flip, but there is an amount of respect that's built in because it's Mahomes, because it's Andy Reid and the Chiefs. The reality is I don't think it really matters in terms of the dialogue around Mahomes and the Chiefs and all of that if they lose. I think that, and that's my only concern with looking the way of Kansas City in this game, and we've got plenty of time to lay out an official prediction, but when I initially look at it, I go, it's the Chiefs, don't overthink this. But the psychological factor of San Francisco has been waiting for this moment. A lot of the guys that are on this roster have been on this roster since they lost to the Chiefs four years ago. There's a hunger that you cannot replicate. For the Chiefs, it's kind of gravy. What does it really matter? If they lose this game, the dialogue doesn't change. Everything that I just said or that anybody else said that you listened to before we popped on the air at 3 o'clock today, none of it will change. Nobody's going to walk any of their stuff back on Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs because they got here. They got here in a year where we all year long, unless you were Tyler Karen, <laughs> we all year said, this isn't their year to do it. And they still found a way. And so the amazement, the, um, the coronation, the further coronation of the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes has already happened. It's happening today. This is essentially, they're getting that Super Bowl flowers treatment today, and the game isn't for another two weeks. So if they lose, it'll be... You know, the 49ers were the better roster, and then you'll give credit to them for that. I don't think anything changes. You disagree? 
Yeah, no, I think I think that there's I think there's some truth to what you're saying, but at the end of the day, they if, you, if they don't get the job done this year, then what good is the last three weeks? What good is going and playing in a game that's a negative thirty degrees and beating Miami? What good is going on the road and beating Buffalo? What good is beating the Ravens and what was the they broke the Ravens completely in their own building. But if they don't win the Super Bowl, then what it, what is it for? I think the, I, yeah. I I get what it's for. I really do. I'm just trying to play the other side here. All right. Again, I bet the Chiefs to win the AFC. I like I've, I've had this in my mind for for weeks now. But they don't get it done. I mean, we heard Kelsey and Mahomes talk about um what was the quarterbacks series about the the Chiefs dynasty and is it a dynasty and it was Mahomes who said, "No, we need three. You're not a dynasty with two. Well, that is on the line, and this you need to go out and get three. That's the kind of that's the kind of stuff that they have to. When I say I'm my concern is there would be some sense of we're good. Hopefully, we win, but I don't need this. Like you're gonna have 49ers players that are before this game thinking if I don't win this game, I might die, which is obviously a bit dramatic. But there are gonna be players that are like I can't sleep at night. I need it that bad. The Chiefs don't need it. They don't, but they'll have to sell themselves on this is our this is our chance to really be a dynasty. And how bad do they really want that? And they got to this point, so obviously right. the desire is there. That's why I don't. I'm sort of just bringing stuff up. I don't. There's not a real level of concern in this. You have two weeks. A lot of the emotion and stuff, the those sort of narratives of who wants it more and desires and. Uh, the mental side of the game. Mm. There's such a long buildup. There's so much time to kind of get over that. That by the time that you're done with the first couple plays in the first quarter, it just becomes a game of football that a lot of people are watching, with a really long halftime show. <laughs> and here's here's the thing too, when it comes to Mahomes and the Chiefs, and they, they are directly now getting compared to the New England Patriots, and oh, rightfully yeah. so, no as they should. It. If there was any questions about it, the last couple of years and their success. Getting to this Super Bowl easily puts them next man up to that mentality of of the Patriots from 2000 to 2019, 2020, uh, 2020, whatever it was. Um, not that Mahomes or the Chiefs, not that they really care about being compared in that way to Tom Brady and the Patriots, but they want it for themselves. Like They have the same championship mindset that everyone on those New England, that Belichick, that Brady had. You know what the best ring is? The next one. That's right. the best one. Yeah. You know, Mahomes doesn't care that he that he was the league MVP twice and that he won. He has two Super Bowls. He's not thinking about those Super Bowls. He's always thinking about the next one. So that's to the point of saying who who needs it more, who wants it more. These are professional athletes playing in the biggest game of their lives. Ever this next game is Patrick Mahomes. It's Travis Kelsey. I really do think it is the biggest game of their lives. Even though it doesn't mean as much as the first two, because I get what you're saying, it's still the next Super Bowl ahead of them, and one that they get to be a part of. Yeah, and they've now been in four of the last five Super Bowls. This is really dynasty. We were talking dynasty like two Super Bowls ago. (laughs) This is how... And and by the way, the, the year before they broke through in 2020 and started this run of four of the last five years, they were in the AFC title game against the New England Patriots. So they've been around. This team's been doing this for 
several years now, and it is amazing that basically since I was in high school, it's been two teams dominating the AFC with very little wiggle room. Every once in a while, the Ravens break through. But other than that, it's the Patriots and the Chiefs in a league with all of the rules that are built in with the salary cap uh, with that, that really drive parity and... Uh, the the lack of uh, longevity in a lot of careers around the league, it's amazing. It really is amazing. And we probably didn't appreciate it enough at the beginning with the Patriots, and we should really try and do that now with the Kansas City Chiefs. Coming up next, Magic Radio voice Jake Chapman joins the show. How's the team playing right now, and what do they have to look forward to tonight? We'll get to all of that next. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 